Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. It's coming again. What happened? Uh, I don't. I mean, I I saw it all over social media a little while ago that it's it's coming. It's in the works. You know, Tom Sterrett visited the Seattle Space Needle while I was working there. Came up there, shook some hands, signed some autographs. I took a picture for a fan of him and the fan. Do you know who sings this song? Is it Creed? <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're amazing. You know what trivia? No, I don't. I, you know what trivia I'm better at than sports trivia? The music trivia? Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. I could name that tune. So I mean Try me. Okay, we'll name this tune. Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. Two Tell Nuanas by Two Tell Nuanas. One two nine ESPN radio. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at twenty nine oh four West Broadway in Missoula, Highway eighty three in Sealy. Online at KurtzPolaris.com. You can find us on the World Wide Web, 1029ESPN.com. There you can listen to the stream anytime that you want. And listen live tab, live tab. It is there thanks to Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. If you'd like to call, 329-1899 is the phone number, 329-1899. All guests join us via the Rankage Brothers RV phone line. Uh, and if you missed anything in that first hour, we got you covered on the podcast. Podcast available all the time, no matter where, when. It's out there on your favorite podcasting platforms or on the station website. Podcasts available thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Uh, it's, it seems like it was like a year 
ago that this whole thing was going and it had all this momentum and they were shooting scenes for it and then all of a sudden like it just went did something happen did they lose funding did it get lost i don't know i mean it's, it seems impossible to, that you could lose funding for high, what is going to be well, like almost no doubt the i mean it it's gonna be. It's like a guaranteed top ten box office movie of all time, right? You make remake Top Gun. I mean, it's got to be done well. Here's my here's my thing. Top Gun, the original, is one of the great movies, and one of the greats of all time. Um, it's been postponed to June of 2020. Okay, but it is in the works. The thing is, though, is that is that while on one hand that paves the way for hey having a huge box office success on the second time around it also is a is a very high standard to attain to i mean the the shots of the of the jets flying around in these maneuvers in what was it 1984 that it came out or something like this is i mean it was a a, a cinematic marvel at the time, and it's still riveting to this day to watch Top Gun and watch those planes flying around. I mean, it's, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's amazing. And so, you know, to try and do better than that, which you're going you're gonna to have to at this point, 35 years down the line, uh, you know, is no easy task. Maybe that's why they're postponing it. Maybe the crane is broken. Colton, let's talk about the Denver Broncos for a moment. The Denver Broncos, a team that plays in the National Football League, they are in the AFC West, and they have been, um, they have been the most dominant franchise in the AFC that is not the New England Patriots, the Denver Broncos. I mean, when you go back to the ninety nine two thousand or ninety eight ninety nine was it ninety eight ninety nine back to back Super Bowl championships with John Elway, uh, this is a team that I think has been to the AFC Championship game seven times. Mm-hmm. And in the Super Bowl several times, obviously lost one with Peyton Manning, won one with Peyton Manning, uh, and has just been uh, the picture of stability uh, and success, and I think kind of gets underrated nationally, underappreciated for how good they have been as a as a franchise. Um, but they have struggled the last couple of years. Their misses after Peyton Manning at quarterback by John Elway pretty well documented and it feels like you're getting to a point with John Elway where you know he's going to have the longest of leashes in that community and by the way as the president has gone to two Super Bowls which only serves to you know further solidify and cement his place in I mean it's, it's just not in question about what he is to Denver and to the Broncos uh but He has started to gain some criticism both nationally and perhaps in the market as well about some of these reaches and misses and Case Keesum and that whole kind of fiasco and then the Paxton Lynch, you know, deal that hasn't worked. And now they're kind of, you know, running it back, but in with different names in there by getting the veteran and Joe Flacco to come in and then drafting Drew Locke uh, in the second round out of Missouri and, you know, I, I don't know what they expect Drew Locke to be. Uh, you know, if you're sitting there going, you know, no, this is going to be the next franchise guy. I don't know if they're expecting him to compete to to be the starter right now and have Joe Flacco sit behind him or what exactly. Uh, I do know that while it's 
professional football and it is in that respect you know a business and everybody's job is on the line every day and all that kind of stuff there are ways to handle it and ways not to handle it and when you bring joe flacco in and say hey we want you to come in we want you to be our guy you were you know he has this incredible run in baltimore and a super bowl and all that kind of stuff and then you know without consulting him or whatever or even telling you you know you draft drew lock and that leaves a very bitter taste in a guy's mouth who you brought in that you want to be happy and want to play football for you so i don't know how that's all going to go offensively just question marks across the board i think a very middle of the pack offensive line in denver major questions at quarterback what is joe flacco at this point in time i think a lot of people have the arrow pointing pretty significantly down on joe flacco and a huge question mark of course at drew with drew Locke at running back with philip Lindsay. i think you have an x factor there he was a guy who obviously was was outstanding and especially relative to expectations i mean there were none no one knew who this kid was undrafted out of colorado but Obviously, a hometown hero and a great story for Denver and a great player, but can he redo that again? I think another significant X factor for this team is Jake Butt. Everybody's yep. forgetting that they've got Jake Butt over there. Who was was he the first round or second, second round, round pick, pick? But he was like the one of the first picks of the second round and a huge draft pick out of Michigan. Expected to be, you know, the next great pass catching tight end. Of course, tears his ACL uh, in uh, in camp last year. Doesn't play a snap, but he is there and you know, presumably ready to go. And you pair him with Emmanuel Sanders and Cortland Sutton, which is an uh, an okay, a better than average wide receiver combo. Uh, you know, you can you got some weapons a little bit in the passing game, but I think that the offense is the offense is below average in Denver. Let's just put it. I mean, that's just a fact. Like it, it is not up to par with the rest of the league, and particularly inside of that division, when you got probably the best offense in football in Kansas City mm-hmm. and a top potentially top five offense, depending on what happens with Melvin Gordon in the Los Angeles Chargers. So that is a tr- is trouble where Denver is going to and wants to make its hay is defensively. They get Vic Fangio in to come in, be the head coach. Let him do his, you know, def- while everybody else is going for the young offensive guru, they bring in the old defensive statesman who's never gotten a shot and say, let's go this way. And I like that pick by John Elway to go with Vic Fangio. And why not when you got, you know, Bradley Chubb fifth overall, when you got Vaughn Miller sitting there, Derek Wolf is back. I mean, that's a bad defense still. Oh, yeah. And uh, Green Jackson's a great addition. I mean, and Chris Harris, right, on, as a cornerback. Yep. So I think there's, a lot to like, a lot to like defensively, and I love the pairing with Vic Fangio. I just don't know if this team can score enough points, and the fact of the matter is this team as a whole is not as talented. I mean, it's just not close to as talented as the Chargers or the Chiefs, who both have formidable defenses. Totally. I mean, it's just going to all come down to how do their recent draft picks hit? Can Philip Lindsay do it again? I mean, I... I I was watching the NFL Top 100 the other day. Philip Lindsay was on it. He was the first undrafted free agent, first undrafted rookie free agent in the history of the NFL to make the NFL Top 100 list. That's impressive. That is impressive. Can he do it again, though? I mean, does he have a 1,000-yard season in him again? It, it It is very much – I mean, I just have – I just – I think Philip Lindsay is great. He's really – the speed is real with Philip Lindsay. Yeah, for sure. I, I just have a hard time believing in him. 
I really do. And right. part of it is the offensive line, and part of it is just the, you know, you kind of burst onto the scene, and now people, when they're game planning for you, because it really, if you're, it, especially with the questions at quarterback, who are you going to start with? You're probably going to start with Philip Lindsay defensively, right? Well, that is, that's huge. You know, when you were. Coulter, you and I have built our lives on communication. And one thing that people may not realize is Blackfoot. That is their bread and butter. And right now, they are spending a ton of time and money creating an incredible network of fiber optic cables across the state of Montana, a state that, thank you very much, could use some innovation and advancement in that way, right? You probably already know Blackfoot, a local partner for internet, voice, and professional services that fuel growing businesses like yours. Right now, Blackfoot is extending its fiber optic cable networks in Bozeman, St. Ignatius, and around the region. Yeah, like hundreds of miles of fiber optic cable. It's a stunning amount that they're putting in right now. Check out goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link if you're on Podbean or just copy the URL into your browser. Go see what they're up to. I think you'll be impressed when you find out all the things that Blackfoot does. Particularly in Bozeman. Bozeman, as you know, is booming right now. And Blackfoot, they got you all taken care of. How does fiber optics benefit your business? We're not quite sure, but Blackfoot sure does. Give them a call. 866-541-5000 866-541-5000 or find them online at goblackfoot.com. The other guy that people are like, oh, wow, yeah, he is faster than normal. We're going to have to pay attention to him as opposed to being the focal point of a game plan. That changes things significantly. And then you look at all the rest of their skill guys. Every single one of their skill guys, first of all, I think has more talent than what Joe Flacco was working with the last two years in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Are they good, though, is the question. I mean, talent... You have to you have to make you have to become a good player even if you have talent. Everybody in the league, in the NFL has talent, yep. but they have guys that are actually are very talented. Deshaun Hamilton out of Penn State was great. I thought he was awesome in college. I loved him when he was playing for the Nittany Lions. Cortland Sutton was a guy that I think was under the radar while in college at SMU, but then really showed out at the combine. And he's got a lot of speed, a lot of size. And he was a Maybe second round pick, right? I mean, he I was. I think he was actually pick. a first, maybe first think, round. Yeah, yeah, uh, second round. He was. Okay. He was drafted fortieth overall. Okay, but then they, you know, I mean, Jake Butt is probably a top fifteen pick if he doesn't get hurt, mm-hmm. and he still ends right. up going in the second round. Right. And then they got the biggest freak in the in the draft last this last year in Noah Font from Iowa. Right. I mean, the Noah kid Font. runs four five flat. He's got forty inch vertical, and yeah. he, he's a tight end. I mean, the double tight end that they could have with those two guys is is just. So I mean I agree. It's it seems as if they, I think that saying that they don't have as much talent is actually not true. They do have a ton of talent. They don't have any proven talent. Yeah, that's the deal. They have they have a, a proven talent in Joe Flacco, but he might be on the bad side of of his career. I mean he might be on the downside. We'll see. But all the rest of those guys can Philip Lindsay do it again, and can Deshaun Hamilton, Cortland Sutton, Jake Butt, and Noah Font do it at all? Is the question. There's there's a lot to, to say that they can, but. They have to do it. Okay, we did this yesterday with the Seattle Seahawks, Detail Nuanas, ESPN Radio. Uh, we went through the schedule, just rapid-fire wins and losses. So I'm going to do this with you again, Coulter, for the Denver Broncos. I think we ended up with Seattle at 9-7. and seven. Uh, When I say we, of course, I mean you. <laughs> I like Seattle to, to be a 10-win team uh, this year. But in any case, the Denver Broncos, here we go, uh, opening up Monday night, uh, September 9th, at Oakland. Loss. Oh, let me. Sorry, I gotta get my. I gotta get my deal going. Uh, uh, uh. You got them losing to the Oakland Raiders. I think the Raiders will ride the momentum of the hard knocks. Okay, 
the hard knocks is not momentum. It's only the Raiders are the better team. than the than the Broncos. Don't you think? No, they got, they got I, better I quarterback. They got better playmakers. They got better offensive line. I, I don't. They're not as good on D. I, I don't think they have better playmakers. Really? They're playmakers. Antonio Brown, the best playmaker in the league. Frostbitten feet can't find They're, a helmet. Okay, but like, no, I'm down. My he is Antonio he, Brown is a crazy person, and he's getting all these headlines. But Antonio Brown is getting talked about because Antonio Brown's so good. Antonio Brown is going to go. I mean, he's still one of the best players in the league. Antonio Brown is without question the best skill position guy, non-quarterback, on either of these two teams. Yes. Okay, I, I grant you that. And there is no one else. Josh Jacobs I really like as a rookie for Oakland, but there, there, there is no one else. There's a lot more weapons in Denver than there are in Oakland. But And their defense. But you Okay, so you got... I would say that the Raiders' defense is very similar to the analysis I just gave for the... Uh, Broncos offense. They have a ton of talent who it remains to be seen if they can if they can actually well, I mean Cleveland Farrell is an epically talented player out of Clemson. I mean Maurice Hurst from Michigan is a, I mean he was the number one D tackle recruit in the country once upon a time. He's got a heart murmur so he dr- fell in the draft. You know, I mean PJ Hall, I mean Arden Key, they have a bunch of character issue guys. Can they get them to play together? Who knows, but I do think they have a lot of talent on defense Oakland I, does. I I think that if Denver loses in Oakland week 1, which I don't think they will. I picked Denver to win that game. You're doing but, a whole 30 great. But no, I think Denver's going to have a long season. I think it's a bad way to start because here's what happens after that. So you got them as a loss week 1. Uh versus the Bears. Uh loss at Green Bay. Loss. 0-3 versus Jacksonville. Mm. I think they win that one at mile high. At the Los Angeles Chargers. Loss. Versus Tennessee. Win. Versus Kansas City. Loss. At Indy. Loss. Versus Cleveland. Loss. <laughs> at Minnesota. Loss. At Buffalo. <sighs> it's a tough game. Loss. Uh, versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Loss. At Houston. Loss. At Kansas City. Loss. Versus Detroit. Win. Versus Oakland. Win. Four and twelve. I mean, I would have said there. I would say they're between a four and six win team. Well, I think they're a six win team. Um. It will be. Here's the thing. They. They will not be favored to beat the Colts, but I think that's a winnable game for them. I think they will beat Oakland uh, in the first week of the season. I think they'll beat Buffalo on the road. And I think that there's going to be another team in here who we think is an obvious loss to them that they'll just jump up and get. Now, there's another, there's a couple of games in there that we have them winning that maybe they don't win. Right. You know, so the, 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 the knife cuts both ways. But I, I think they're better than a four-win team. I really like their defense, and I like the head coach, and I like going in that direction I, I like not following the trend because i still think it's defense that makes it happen and they still have a real deal home field advantage yes they, they still have one of the five best home field advantages in the and, league and it's it's twofold right it's the crowd and it's the just the reality of the elevation of it so uh, I, I, you know it's I, just it's hard to win in denver though that that's a, that is a dis, right. that is a truth so like you have cleveland beating denver i think cleveland would be favored in that football game you know i love the browns but could cleveland lose in denver certainly certainly so uh, you know, we'll see. Four wins. Low, I think. Low, I mean, how many low. games did they win last year? Four? 
Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I think they were four or five win team. Uh, let's see if I, I can tell you this in just one one click of the button. Here, let me just take a quick look. Oh, this has my this of course is going to take me to this year's preseason, which I could just not care less about. You know what I mean? Flying through all this stuff. They were a uh, six and ten football mm. team last year. The okay. Oakland Raiders were four and twelve. I think they're going to be better than that. I think they're going to be better than a four-win team. I do not think they're a playoff team. I think they are definitely hamstrung by the fact that it feels like they're going to go 0-4 against the Chiefs and the Chargers. And if you do that, you're not going to make up that kind of ground everywhere else. It's Tutel Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. It's time for another Wing It Wednesday. So let's uh, get the phones open. 329-1899. 329-1899 is the phone number. Uh, we got a Wing It Wednesday coming up right now. Coulter's got some questions for you about all-time NBA stats. We're talking about, what, all the good things, the scoring, the assists. So if you feel like you know that, you can get yourself some wings to the Desperado. 329-1899. Call right now. Coulter, sometimes you, uh, you know, you know what I've thought about is maybe one day I just want to stay in a hotel. You know what I mean? I live in Missoula. But maybe I want to stay in a different house than my own house one night. Or maybe I got people coming in. Or let's be honest, maybe you're just a business traveler. Not just. Maybe you're a great business traveler. And you want someplace fair to stay. Wingate by Wyndham, they're going to take care of you. Something for everybody at the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. And say you're a dad that needs a birthday party. Say you need to take your kids to cool off in the summer heat. You can take them to Wingate by Wyndham. They got water slide. Great place for a birthday party for kids. Great place just to take the kids to go on the water slide. I mean, and a water full sl- breakfast in the morning that you won't have there to clean. There you go. Yeah, it's great. We get by Wyndham Hotel that has something for everybody, whether it's the awesome water park or the sweet water slide. For families, groups, and birthday parties, the Wingate by Wyndham also has terrific business travel rates, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Go check them out. Wingate by Wyndham, 5418000. The Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula, making you feel at home even when you're not. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. You are not allowed to have more than one famous song if, as a band name, you chose Chumba Wumba. <laughs> Uh, the '90s is just amazing, though. This was a hit, baby. It's just—it's so crazy the evolution of music. Like in the '70s and the '80s, it, in the '70s it was all about the records and the radio. 
And in the 80s, it was all about the music videos. And in the 90s, there were so many bands that were so good that came out and dropped a diamond album that sold 10 million copies in a month. And then they became so popular, they became parodies of themselves and then and then received so much vitriol. Like, Hootie and the Blowfish is not bad, but people hate them because of the irony of the caricature they became of themselves only through fame. Do you... I don't know, man. I think that I, I don't know that the blowback on Hootie's been as as bad. Certainly not as bad as for some others. But I mean, think about all the bands you can think of. That like first album, pretty good. Man, I know you're not a Rob Thomas guy, but Matchbox Twenty first album far superior to their other releases. Their other stuff sucks. Third Eye Blind, great, and then they were kind of just they anonymous. Yeah. And Hootie and the Blowfish. I mean, they had their gigantic album, and then their next two were. Almost glossed over, even though they were better I mean, musically. Hootie and the Blowfish, that record was one of the oh, I mean, all-time sellers. Absolutely. And, but what I'm saying is their next two records yeah. were actually as good, if not okay. better. They just were, it's like once you hit the fever pitch, you, we just flushed you down the toilet. It's 2 Tell Nuanas, ESPN Radio, broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway and Missoula Highway 83 and Sealy Online at KurtzPolaris.com. Uh... Coulter, uh, it's time for a Wing It Wednesday. Uh, let's go to the phones. We welcome in Brandon to the show. Brandon, how you doing? Doing well, fellas. How you guys doing? Doing excellent, Brandon. Thank you very much. Now, here's the deal. We're going to play a little game, see if we can't get you wings over to the Desperado Sports Tavern. Have you had the wings over there? I have. They're amazing. They are amazing. They are amazing indeed. You got to go into the Desperado, eat those wings. You know, we give the wings away every week. You don't have to wait for us, for crying out loud, people. You can go over there right now and just, you know, get some. Uh, all right, here's the deal, Brandon. Three questions for you. You get two of them right. You got it yourself, that uh, coveted basket of wings. You get all three, you get a shirt. If you need help, I am your lifeline, all right? All right, sounds good. Boy, some chicken wings would really hit the spot. Tell me likey. Tell me want wingy. All right, uh, Coulter, here we go. Set up your boy, Brandon. What are we doing here? All right, Brandon, we got NBA historical questions, so I'm just going to ask you about some of the great statistical achievements in a, in careers in NBA history. So we'll start with okay. assists. Start with assists. There have been five okay. players in NBA history that have registered 10,000 or more career assists. Give me two. Uh, John Stockton, yep. Nick Nash, Jason Kidd. John Stockton's Jason Kidd. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson, you got it. Steve Ooh. Nash is not quite into that. Oh. But okay. it, but uh, those three, I'm not going to tell you the other two because I'm going to try. I'm going to have Ryan revisit oh, this and boy. see if I can this, get either one is... of us can guess uh, all of these. Okay. But you did get you did get three Excellent there though work. with Mark Jackson, Jason Kidd, and um, John Stockton. John Stockton out in front of everybody by so much it's crazy. I mean, John Stockton. <laughs> what is he at? He had 15,000 assists. Unbelievable. He had 5,000 more assists than Magic Johnson. Think of that. <laughs> That's a significant number. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, number two, 10 players in NBA history have scored at least 27,000 points. Give me three. Uh, so you got Kareem, Carl Malone, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. That had to hit at least three, if not five. I Absolutely. I mean, I think he actually just... I think he said them. Yeah, I think he just did them uh, almost actually in order. I think actually, um, did Carl Malone surpass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I can't no, remember. No, Kareem's not. No, Kareem's, one. Kareem's number one. Kareem's yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think you just named the top five in order, except for it was five of the top six. You missed. You did miss one. 
Um, uh, but 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 you, but you, you got the question right. You got the question right. You got the question right. But number three is Kobe Bryant. <laughs> you know, that was Brandon, the only you're one you're the missing. Kid in class that everybody hates because you're doing extra credit for fun, not because you need it. You already got an A in the class, and you're still going out there. You're getting like a hundred and ten percent in the class, and everybody's like, "Hey, get this Brandon kid out of here with all these brains." Hey, man, excellent work. You got yourself a, a basket of wings to the desperado. Very well done there. Uh, question number three. Let's see if we can get a shirt in this thing. All right, number okay. three. There's only there's been only six players in NBA history with at least fifteen thousand career rebounds. Give me two of those. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. At least three. That that's it. Those are the three. You got it. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for letting me help you, Brandon. Appreciate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> no lifelines today for Wingy Wednesday. No lifelines. Period. Ryan and I are irrelevant. Let me give you one piece of advice and say you didn't use me for a lifeline. Hot teriyaki. That's the one you want with ranch. I'm telling you, that's the ticket over there at the Desperado. Brandon, excellent work. Give yourself, uh, give your information to uh, 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 Reese, and uh, we'll get you set up with all that stuff. All right, man? Awesome. Thanks, fellas. Love listening to you. Appreciate it. There you go. Brandon, just that easy. That's sweet. Okay, so okay. Uh, actually the top five assists, he actually he did it all in yeah. order. He okay. got one through four with John Stockton. Um, Jason Kidd is second. Steve Nash is third. Mark Jackson. Oh, Nash fourth. is there. There he is oh, third. Okay. I, I I misspoke. Nash is third. Um, Mark Jackson fourth. Magic Johnson fifth. Okay. But go go. I want you to go look up the all time leading scoring leaders, and I want okay. you to look up the all time leading rebounders because I want to see if I can get this. I just I just picked a number as far as like how many they had. So and what just, you wanted to do was ask yourself these questions. Well, I just want to know if, if I can get them. I just want to know if I actually can get them. I I know he named the th- the rebounders one through three. Kareem. It goes Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in order. Uh, but then the other guys that have 15,000 rebounds, um, I'll wait till you get it up there. Okay, but I so I got the scores. Okay, you got scores. Okay, okay. so he said he said Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He yeah. said Wilt Chamberlain. He said Carl Malone. He said Michael Jordan. And he said LeBron James. Yes. And those are and the one that he was missing out of there was uh, Kobe Bryant. Yep. Um, I think so. Then the other, so that's that's how many? That's six. That's five of the top. That's six. five of the top six. Don't look too, because I got one with pictures on it. Um, I think that Elvin Hayes is in the top ten. I think he is number ten. He's ten. Okay. I think that um, I think Dirk Nowitzki is in number the top ten. Five. Dirk. Wow. Okay. So he's that's the one that was missing. So that's seven. Six. So that's okay. So we got the top six knocked out, and then we have ten. So I'm looking for seven, eight, and nine. Okay, uh, Dominique Wilkins. Actually, did he say Wilt? No, but I did. Okay, so that's, so that's seven. Okay, so, so we got you're seven for eight and nine. Eight and nine. Okay, uh, no, not Dominique Wilkins. Uh, not Dominique Wilkins. Uh, Moses Malone, number nine. Okay, so I'm missing number eight. Yep. <sighs> this is tough. You've never heard of him. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, Bob Pettit. I was lying about the never heard of him. Okay, okay. I just went with a throwback guy because Bob Pettit (laughs) has all these records, but, like, no, who knows Bob Pettit? I mean, he's played for the St. Louis Hawks in, like, the 50s. Uh, Uh, Let's see. It's not David Robinson. It's not Clyde Drexler. Elgin Baylor. Nope. Jerry West. Nope. Tell me. Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Shash. Number eight. Okay. 
Okay, so okay. now I got your I got your rebounds leaders. Okay, so he went one through three. He had Wilt, Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. And then has to be Elvin Hayes has to be in there as well. Yeah. So Elvin Hayes is in the top ten in rebounding and scoring. That's amazing. Yep. He is not remembered with as much reverence as he should. Mm-hmm. Uh you gotta have Tim Duncan on there. Six. Okay. You gotta have Carl Malone. No. No. Okay. Uh, Malone. Moses Malone. Okay. Carl is seven. Yeah. Moses is five. Yep. I would have. I would have thought that uh, uh, the worm might have been in there, but he's not. He's nowhere on this list. I always thought Robin was such a great rebounder. Well, he, he was a great a rebounder. Time. He just didn't have. He played a pretty long time, but he third on the list. Yeah, I mean, he played a pretty long time, but he didn't play for. 30 years like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he wasn't getting 50 a game like you know, Wilt you know and Bill Russell. all time? Who's that? Robert Parrish. Yeah, oh, yeah, the chief. I mean, I mean, of course everybody knows who Robert Parrish is, but, I mean, I don't think that if you were sitting there listing off the great rebounders, I mean, I know he's a center and all right. that, but, like, he's just he's kind of just a center. Right. You know, uh, well, he had great longevity. Kevin McHale. Yeah. And but, well, that's the thing is Robert Parrish had a an epic career that had almost no team success attached to it for a full decade before he ever joined the Celtics. Yeah. He was he was with the Warriors forever, and he was really good, but he was just largely anonymous because they just were good early in the seventies, but not really. Just the, Kevin the, loving it over there. The seventies in the NBA is 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 it's it's the most interesting era of of American pro sports of the modern, you know, say the modern era is the last 60 years. Call it from the first Super Bowl in 1963 on. The 70s in the NBA, it's it's just such a forgotten time because you had the NBA, the Celtics dynasty had just ended, even though they did go on and win a couple championships from the 70s too with John Havlicek. We had the merger in 76 with the ABA. You also have just so much rampant drug use. And I think that you had, you know, a lack of mainstream acceptance because, quite frankly, America just thought of it as the black league, and no one wanted to accept it. But then, you know, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson truly did just change the entire face of it. And you know, the 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 NBA as we know it started with with those guys joining the league. But the, it's just crazy that people, this the common NBA fan they remember they they could be able to tell you, oh, the Celtics dominated the '60s, Bill Russell, and they'll be able to tell you. Lakers, Celtics, all through the 80s. Chicago Bulls in the 90s. You know, every era has its de- defining thing except the 70s. The 70s is just like the, the forgotten era. Well, it's, it's not forgotten to me. Goggles, knee socks, headbands. <laughs> but it's, it's crazy that even guys like Robert Parrish or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar when he was Lou Alcindor, I mean, no one remembers Lou Alcindor. They only remember Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with the Lakers. Or they remember Lou Alcindor at UCLA. They do not remember the time when they won a championship in Milwaukee. The time when, you know, he was a multiple-time MVP. Put them on the right track, Coulter. You know what I mean? It's Tutel Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the show. We'll get into a couple of quick recruiting notes for Montana and Montana State. And also, Coulter and I are good at so many things, but there's one thing that we are both truly bad at, and gracious mercy did it come to the fore last night. Coulter, you and I both know being healthy is a very, very important part of life. Am I right about that? Indeed, guess it is. Well, one of the things that makes me healthy, think you as well, fiber. Gotta have it. You sure do, man. You need to eat your fruits and your veggies, your bananas. You gotta get all that stuff in. Maybe even some bran. Plums. All of it. Fiber is very important. Well, guess what? Turns out it's important to communication as well. 
You might be surprised to learn that Blackfoot and its partners have invested millions of dollars, truly, in building a fiber optic network throughout Montana, through Bozeman and around Gallatin County. More than 30 miles of fiber optic cable have been laid by Blackfoot. That's amazing. Impressive, innovative, and a perfect place with the way Bozeman's been growing. Click on the link below, goblackfoot.com slash ESPN. They're not trying to sell you anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want you to know what they're up to and how they're improving communication across the state of Montana. So go to goblackfoot.com backslash ESPN now. stuff there's one thing that we're both bad at though together and it makes for a miserable experience to tell the one one of two nine espn radio uh, we're broadcasting live from kurtz polaris studios kurtz polaris at 2904 west broadway missoula highway 83 and see the online at kurtzpolaris.com miss anything in the show check it out on the podcast podcast available on the tune in radio app and on itunes and on spotify and uh, you go there, you listen to it, you rate it, you review it, you subscribe. We appreciate all that. Give it the stars. And uh, listen to it thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Uh, Coulter, um, you know, not too... Uh, but we're great at a lot of things. I was actually just thinking over the break what I'm actually good at, and I'm actually not that good at mo- a lot of things. Well, let's put it like this. I'm great at eating, drinking, preparing the things that I eat and drink, and talking. That's all. Writing, memory, well, thank you. Numeric memory, <laughs> sports stats memory. Yeah. Not wallet keys or cell phone. No, no, not uh, not remote broadcasting uh, equipment. Nope, none of that. Critical thought. Here's the thing. <laughs> Thanks. Um, that was very nice of you. That's the truth. There's a lot of things in the world. Okay, you got to spend some time to be good at any of them, and so. Almost everybody is bad at almost everything. But if we're talking about just sort of gifts, okay, there's not that many of them. You can have a handful of them or not have a handful of other ones. And, uh, you know, I don't know where you're at in terms of how good you are as a construction person. Like oh, oh, a builder oh, of things. Oh, bad. But, but my, Bottom. my guess is zero out of ten. No, zero. Zero. And you and I... I'm great at construction cleanup. You and Strong I, back, weak mind. You and I have... The zero out of ten in common, and part of the issue that you and I both share is spatial awareness. Yes, and when I say that, I'm talking about puzzles, architecturally. Yes, right. Not how not our like physical bodies. Right. Although I have seen you break a number of things running into them. <laughs> just you just wandering I'm around. So large. <laughs> now, I mean, you gotta know. Though. I mean, bull in a china shop. You still gotta know. <laughs> Because you're a human, you're a human Tatanka in a China shop. <laughs> Point is, is uh, Coulter is uh, changing residences, moving, and uh, what a time to do it! It was time to to move the bed, and the bed is made of steel. I mean, it's just as heavy as it could be. And what you chose not to do was just make any consideration for the size of the bed that you have. 
and the size of the room that it's now going in. Well, let's be because clear. I have my probably my nicest thing that I own is my bed that is in Bozeman. Mm-hmm. It's very big, though, and I have not been able to. Well, if it's bigger than the bed that you got now in Missoula, which it is, you are all the more in trouble. Yep. Because the room, now you did exact. by the way, uh, this is not me. This is me meeting you on this exact same level. You go, well, yeah, I'm moving the bed into the room. This is the room. This is the bed. The bed's got to go in there. You and I moved your bed into your new bedroom. And it is, you would think that like a square inside of a square is kind of a natural fit. It sticks out six inches too far so that if it's up against the near wall, you can't open the door to your room. That's a problem. If you move it back, which is where you had already set up the desk, it sticks out six inches too far so you can't open the door to your closet, which is, unlike many closets out there, not a sliding door or no door at all. It is a swinging door into the room, swinging door out of the closet. And... If you split the difference and put it into the middle, neither door opens. And there is, in fact, no configuration that exists for your bed as it is in this bedroom in which one of the doors is not utterly rendered useless. So you were were left with the prospect of having a door perpetually opened from the closet and then shoved the bed up against that so it's pinned open, thus losing about a square foot of space because it doesn't close or open flush with the wall. It kind of does the triangle thing. And then having to move the desk, which you'd already set up across, and the continuing escalation of fury that I witnessed in you trying to move around three tons of mattress and move around, shift around the things that you'd already set up as you realized, you and I both in the moment, this is never going to fit unless you f- unless you sleep vertically. And I want you to know that that was as irritating a scenario for you as I could ever imagine. And if it had been me, every bomb that you let fly, <laughs> I would have also let fly. And I would have done no such thing as who thinks that, oh, I need to measure a bed to see if it fits in the bedroom. It's called a bedroom. Yeah. It's made to have a bed in it. Turns out this one's made for a twin-size bed, not the California King. And you, my friend, I don't know what you're going to do because you've been trying to figure out how to get that Bozeman bed over here for the last two years. Yeah. Haven't done it. Now nope. you thought, well, now that I'm going to move, I'm going to do it. And nope. you've got no chance of success with that. Nope. Nope. I don't. Yeah, save my pesos, buy a new bed. It's all good, though. I appreciate the help. I actually got a position now. I took that closet door off, and I think I'm going to give myself, I'm going to push it all the way up to the corner, and then I can have some leeway with the bedroom door. Yeah, the, I mean, the I, I entered, I entered and door. exited my room, which means my door opens very wide. Here's the issue. Up against that door, this is no lie, people. There is... <laughs> There is one foot of space between the bed and the closet. And so if you wanted to walk to your closet, which, by the way, has to have your cabinet, your chest of drawers in the closet, 
because there's no other place for that to go, and you can't open the drawers because the cabinet, the drawers, uh, the, the cabinet's wider than the door jam. So it slides in, and then you kind of maneuver it and put it back against the wall. But if you, heaven forbid, put something in the bottom three shelves, which are the width of the cabinet itself, you can't open those. I repositioned the dresser in the, uh, I guess you'd call it inner left-hand corner. No one cares. Uh, it'll be okay. I've actually got it all figured out now. I got I got some stuff reorganized. I don't I, think it's I don't think it's ge- geometrically possible for it to be organized in a way that's functional for all the things. You want to know what's crazy? What is it's already better than my other room? Because my other room, my dresser was to the right of my bed, and I couldn't open the drawers whatsoever. So I would fall on my head while I was trying to get in the bottom drawer because I would have to like lean over so far. It's amazing, man. It's it's crazy to think that we live in these boxes and that we think that this somehow provides value for our lives. It's much better than living in the woods, certainly. But the uh like just the standard like this is how I, you make a house. Yeah, I mean it's 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 just it's whatever. just interesting. It's just interesting when you're not the one that owns it. I mean I don't know what to tell you, man. I I just should have been a doctor. I admire I admire the level of consternation that you experienced because I've done it on many occasions. Tina has been mad. At, you know, it's it's hard for somebody uh, to have someone mad at you for something that you're physically incapable of is frustrating. You know, right? It's not that I don't want to be helpful, right? I I can't be. It's just, it's amazing how many people are just terrified of speaking in public or performing. Oh. And how we could go talk to any, I put 25,000 Washington Grizzly, I'll talk to them all day. If I have to fix something, though, it is over for me. No. It's going to take me 14 days. Let me tell you something. Plumbers, <laughs> underpaid. I, I, all the money that I got and it ain't much, it's yours. You can do this. <laughs> no doubt. Boys and girls. Paradise Falls tomorrow. Yeah, come Four to see six. us Paradise Falls. Uh, we'll be there all afternoon. Get yourself some free Hafeweizens. Get yourself tickets to Grizzly Oregon Duck football game. We'll see you at Paradise Falls tomorrow. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.